Good morning, Devin. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Absolutely upbeat and ready to talk about what you're what, what you've got because I mean this this is really up my alley. I, I'm I'm I think that we can tackle so many things with a book like this in the way of going to the origin of where things begin to go wrong, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. The land of secret superpowers, vegetables. I'm huge into this. What what made you dive into it? So I hated vegetables as a kid and was brutally picked on and believed that I really didn't like vegetables until my 20s. And I wanted, after I became the chef on The Biggest Loser and coached tons of families and their kids to love healthy foods, um, I never wanted any child to end up like I did. And I wanted the appreciation for vegetables. Um, at a young age and the truth is this is the one the messaging of the book is that kids will eat vegetables if they believe what they will do for you like Mm -hmm. make you strong like like everything else we want to manifest the positive so spinach will make you strong and butternut squash will make you swim better and celery will keep you calm and I mean obviously these things don't happen in real time this minute but over time eating a diet and I have this disclaimer in there over over time eating a diet like this is going to give you all of these properties and it's going to prevent the type two and everything else. Um, and again, like we don't want to force our kids to eat them. We want them to want to eat yeah. them and believe that they'll eat them and then they'll eat them. Boy, you bring up an interesting point there because my father was very strict on that. He would say, uh, if you take it, clean your plate. Don't even think about taking it if you're not going to clean that plate and make sure that you enjoy every bit of it. Mm, and yeah, and what what happened when you when they put asparagus there, which I still don't like. Oh, I love asparagus. Oh my god, no, it was spinach. I couldn't do spinach. Oh yeah, see, and everybody has their their thing, and you don't. I mean, that's another thing. Like, don't force any one vegetable on your child. Just make sure that they're having some vegetables. And if it starts with they only like celery, and then you try ten different ways with spinach, because for me, like, I love raw spinach. Um, when it, you know, has other ingredients in it. And I love spinach in lasagna if I strain yes, all the water out. So yeah. They're dirty to me, but I cannot stand sautéed spinach. So, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it's finding those ways. And my daughter loves spinach with this poppy seed dressing that I admit has a little bit of sugar in it, but she'll eat an entire cup of spinach with one teaspoon of this sugary dressing. So she really only gets one to two grams of sugar. And so I'm like all for it. So do you think, and only because I went through it as as a parent and then I watched my daughter go through it as well, but she at least changed things around. Kids only eat what the parents will give them to stop the crying. And it's like, wait a second, you're going to have to go through the crying stage and have some of these good vegetables. Actually, I don't do the crying. I do making it so much fun that they don't cry. Okay. So for I have this game called CBG, Celery Brussels Golf. And you basically take a stalk of celery and a Brussels sprout that you're using as your golf club and your ball, and you're pushing it into a, like a <laughs> golf thing. And you would be surprised, but your child just might start gnawing on their golf club, depending on how old they are. Obviously, a 10-year-old is not going to. But if you start this young and you get your kids playing with them and like I wanted my daughter to try watermelon radishes after she hadn't eaten them in years and she was resistant. So we started playing this game and she was literally screaming, whoa, radishes. (laughs) And 
literally like picture a table soccer across the kitchen counter and like if they fall on the floor because she misses who cares you wash them off or peel them or whatever Count to five. but it's <laughs> really fun next thing i know she's nibbling you know and if she doesn't like it she doesn't like it but that's okay when did kale become the superfood? Because I don't remember having kale anywhere near me as a child, and, and we grew a lot of our own food. You know, it's really funny. I, I think that probably happened around 20 years ago, but mm. I heard a comedian who did this a lot better. He's like, when did that garnish thing go from garnish to the best thing we could ever eat? Because <laughs> it's true. Kids, it used to line all the ingredients on the salad bars and like host the potato salad and stuff, but you never ate it. Wow. Where my mother got us really interested in, in vegetables, what, because we did grow it at home in, in the garden, but it was what you did in the journey with the vegetable, where we would cut up the, the cucumbers and, and make pickles, and where we would take cabbage, and then we would turn it into sauerkraut. She gave us a journey that was very fun for all of us to work together on, especially when it came to canning. You know, that is so true. Like, doing things like that is going to make all the difference in the world, and as I said, it's like touching it and feeling it and seeing it and playing with it is, you know, sort of what I do too. I mean, other things that I do are borrow from the fact that brands spend a lot of money on those Paw Patrol images and mm-hmm. Bob Squarepants and everything else. So I just take stickers that my daughter loves and I put them on the foods I want her to eat. <laughs> their own game <laughs> but one of the things that, that, that i find kind of uh shocking is that uh, when i when i see a family with with green beans I'll, I'll look at the little ones and i'll say are you going to take these home and snap them they have no idea what that is and that's something that needs to be replanted you know that that you know when you when, or even when you make your own popcorn from the ear of, of of corn and stuff like that i mean i love that kind of action the turning point for me was i was on a set on live television and i was in the someone's garden like a chef's garden and he was like oh my god these peas taste like jelly beans and i'm like oh my god because peas were like my enemy number one no and (laughs) yeah and he handed them to me and you know in the magic of television you always have a smile on your face and you always pretend and so i'm like please don't gag please don't gag and i ate them and i was like oh my god this does taste like jelly beans compared to those canned peas that i had as a kid that i swore i would you know because i literally used to be the kid that i would like Put the peas in my mouth and pretend I had to go to the restroom, yep. go upstairs, spit them. <laughs> I never would have had to do that with fresh peas. Was was there ever a vegetable that you didn't like as a child, but but you you saw something along the way that changed you? And I'll give you a good example. Um, I never really got into avocados until I drove the Pacific Coast Highway and I talked to the actual farmers of the avocados. That changed my life and respect for avocados. Well, I mean, honestly, that's what this book is about for kids. It's like teaching them that spinach makes you strong and, um, you know, butternut squash can make you swim better yeah. and all those different properties. Um, I, you know, as I said, my sort of pea story on the, um, you know, when I was with a chef on live TV, it was kind of my biggest turning point. But I really didn't like vegetables at all as a kid. And we had a home ec class. And the first vegetable I ever really ate and liked was douse in this amazing Italian dressing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to handle iceberg lettuce, um, which is terrible doused in dressing anyway, because there's so little nutrients. But as I got older, I mean, I love Brussels sprouts now. Like I was at a girlfriend, Pamela Salzman, who's another chef who's amazing. Um, I was at her house for Thanksgiving one year and I never thought I liked butternut squash. And she just made the most amazing butternut squash 
that was really caramelized. So like I, again, going back to that, I don't like, I don't like a lot of things steamed. Yeah. And when steam butternut squash, I'm not interested. But if you caramelize it to the point that it's, you know, like a real golden brown and it's almost like dried out a little, I just think it's, I mean, not dried, but, you know, like not wet, I guess I should mm -hmm, say. Mm -hmm. I think it's so delicious and I could eat it by the bucket full like it's peaches or like it's, I don't know, some sort of, I don't know what. So it's just those little things. And my daughter like will eat a whole cup of spinach with one teaspoon of dressing, as I said. Oh, it's, wow. it's, it's those little things that make make it good. And it's usually one ingredient is the frustrating part because it's just one ingredient away from success. I wish I would have had this book when I was going through my my three degrees of black belt when it in, in, to, uh, to to become that martial artist because I'll tell you what I didn't realize that beats helped you with your jumping because when you're in there and you're messing around with your ply matrix and you're having to jump and to you know and to get into those matches and stuff I, I did not know that beats would would really would have been a great tool. Well, right, you know, all this super beat powder that people are now having, mm -hmm. that's where it comes from because they really do give you these properties. And again, not in real time. And there's disclaimers, but um, but the kids, you know, do try to move chairs and run fast immediately. So it's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and how about carrots? I mean, that, I mean that, that to me is like, it, it's a modern day candy because I see a lot of kids eating carrots. But the problem is, though, is that you can overdo it and turn orange. Um, I mean, you have to really eat a lot of carrots. Yeah, to turn orange. that's me. Man, when I got hooked on carrots, I couldn't stop. And then all of a sudden, I was orange. Really? I started seeing orange in my in my pigmentation, yes. Oh, wow. So, because well, ev everybody was asking me if I was using a fake tan cream, and I thought, oh, my God. And and, and, and I'm going, I don't use anything like that. And I thought, that's that's got to be what it is. It has to be the carrots. How many carrots were you eating? I, I you know, they, they would have those little bags, but which really probably aren't little bags to the to the average person. I would grab them and then I would put them in the car and I would just sit there and eat carrots all the way to the radio station. And like, so you'd eat one of the bags yes. every day. Yes, yeah, because I love carrots. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> maybe because carrots also have sugar. I mean, like obviously compared to other things, there's they're so low in sugar, but. But carrots are not the vegetable that you want to be eating in mass like that. Yeah. Like, you got to throw in a little. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people with the juicing. I, I think kids need to get involved with juicing more. But the first, their, their go-to is always the celery. And I, 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 I thought that was fascinating that it's a calmer. And I, I should have known that because a lot of people do the celery because of their, of their, their stress or their blood pressure. Yeah, it. I mean, honestly, I love the celery craze. I don't know if you know you're not supposed to combine it with anything. It's best to do it um, first thing in the morning. Um, but I find that it really, I don't, I don't know that it, maybe it does calm me. I mean, I, as I said, that is the message of the book and that is the research that I learned. Um, and I hadn't really even put that together until you said that right now. But it definitely, when you drink something early in the morning, it satisfies cravings. So, you know, I've seen dietitians say, have a yogurt bowl in the morning. And there's so much sugar between the fruit and the yogurt and the granola that that just yeah. makes me crave sugar. But when I eat any sort of vegetable in the morning or drink a green juice, I find myself not craving sugar in near the same way. 
How do you do your mushrooms? I like them raw. I really do. I don't, I, you know, it's true. You can saute them. You can, you know, do some things with them, you know, put, break them up in a salad. But I, I like to, you know, grab a few, cut them up and then, and then just sit there and just kind of just nibble on them. You know, what's funny. So I sometimes put mushrooms in salads because to your point, they're not nearly as strong there, especially when I put fresh basil and mm-hmm. all sorts of other things. But I'm not the fan of cooked there's, there's a number of vegetables that I don't love cooked, and then there's others that I don't like raw. And it's, you know, it's just finding that for yourself. But as somebody who's been picky my whole life, yet eats tons of nutrient awesome food, um, I think it makes me work a little harder with kids to not force them to eat certain things if they don't like them and to work hard to find the things that they do like. What what did you personally learn doing this journey? Because I mean, you, you can think it, you can you know, you can activate it on television and stuff like that. But when you sit down behind that computer and you really start putting your words in forward motion, it's going to change you too. Not only as a writer, but as that person that cares about other people. Well, it just makes me focus on fun in everything in mm. life. In case in point, like I'm no better than anyone else. I like all super parents struggle. Um, to be the super parent we always want to be in various areas. And I enjoy putting time into this. I think it's fun and funny and, you know, but when I was trying to get my daughter to brush her teeth, if the dentist had any idea how bad a job I was doing until I found a fun toothbrush that sang to her, I was in trouble, you know? So I think instead of labeling our kids picky, which I hope if nothing else, this book helps parents to stop saying that, um, you know, find a resource and find the fun in it. Um, and then your kids might buy in a little and honestly, you know, make the vegetables, you know, put the put vegetables on the counter when they come home from school with a really yummy dip and don't make the ice cream or container of cookies or anything else visible. And you, they may eat them a little more. You're going to think I'm a freak, but what I do with the pulp with my juicer is I take that pulp and I put it in the freezer and then this way that serves as like a cold ice cream treat like, but it's still very nutritional in the way that I'm getting it, but I'm not, you know, poisoning it with, with, you know, processed food and stuff. Wait, the pulp of what kind of juice? Oh my God. I'll do like apples. I'll do peaches. I'll, you know, I, and so what I do is I, I create a very fruit filled, uh, um, um, like a drink in, inside the juicer. And then instead of throwing the pulp out, it, it, I guess it's through, through the, the Native American studies that I do. It's like, how can we not waste anything? And, you know, it's like pickles. When, when we make pickles, I save the juice because the pickle juice is very good for your muscles. Right. Well, so I turn the pulp into crackers. What? And other snacks. Oh, my and God. Then, <laughs> yeah. I'm all about that, too. You know, especially with the mass amount of celery juice I make. But I'm like, I'm fascinated now. Like, so you. I don't it, crave ice not- cream. I don't crave ice cream. Huh. It, and it, and it's got it, it's got the texture of, the, of of it being cold. It's got that fruity flavor to it. So it's almost like eating a popsicle, but but it's not. I mean, it, but you know, you just break it up into its little pieces. Wow. See, but you don't do that with like celery and things, right? No. Just no, what I do with the celery is I, I uh, it, first of all, the I not only do it, 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 first of all, it's great for the earth. So I, when, when you go out there and you, you know, you put it back in the earth and you, you fortify the soil with nutrients and things like that, that, that to me is my go-to. It's like when you make kombucha and stuff like that, you, you went that, that SCOBY needs to go back outside so it can start the process again. Huh? Yeah, no, I turned mine into crackers, but. Oh my God, that sounds so cool. I mean. Yeah. Well, if people want more tips, they can go to fitmomfitkids underscore 
on Instagram or DebAndAlexandra.com where there's tips for adults and kids. See, that's what I love about this and and your story and getting to know you even more is that you are truly all about not only educating people, but showing them new ways to explore. And when you explore, that's where it all begins. And that goes all the way back to the original thing where I said, we're going to the origin of where things go wrong. In other words, we can correct it here at the origin. And this way, you don't have to run into the obesity problems and things like that, that these kids are going through right now. Well, and that's the thing. People see my daughter, like they see some of the stuff I do on Instagram. And to be honest, some people have accused me of putting her on a diet. And I'm like, it's the exact opposite. Like yeah. I want her to have such a lot. Like she literally walks around our house going, give me the kiwi, give me the kiwi. <laughs> like that is, this is not it. Like she'll chase me for a blood orange. I mean, this is not a child who is probably knock on wood going to struggle with her diet because you know, she's, she enjoys those things. Like when she was a baby, we would go down to the beach and, or not a baby baby, but um, when she was, you know, old enough to eat, we would have tangerines, like those baby tangerines yes. by the sunset often, you know, in the summers. And so she associates the beach with these amazing tangerines and mommy daughter time, whereas other kids associate it with ice cream. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with associating it with ice cream as long as they're you're picking other occasions to associate healthy food with the fun and i even tell parents you know think about what you put in your kids play kitchen like if it's all cake and cookies and ice cream and chicken wings and pizza all of which are okay but if you don't have any vegetables in the mix then you go into the kitchen and you're you're saying like that's all fun and that's all play and now come into the kitchen and you know look at your plate and you're eating this green thing that you've never seen before whereas (laughs) when my daughter could start speaking she knew because her play kitchen is filled with vegetables even more than those other things um she knew what all those things were so it wasn't like this foreign thing it was all part of the play wow you've got to come back to this show in the future i love sharing conversations with you Aw, thank you so much. You bet. Congratulations on your present journey, and I can't wait to watch you continue to explore and to get the word out there, because you're letting this energy move through you to reach others, and I'm just so proud of you for doing that. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Again, DebonAlexandra.com for everything you need to know. You'd be brilliant <laughs> today, okay? Thank you. You too.